Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, Book 4. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they seek to change the world, and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at TheScottBlake. Hi, I'm Chris, and you can find me at EwokKiller on Twitter. I play Finnegan Finn Tempest, a tiefling trainer, which is a Skyrend original class supported by the Metalweave Games supplement Baby Beastry. Finn is the trainer of Cerulius, a blue guard drake. Hi, my name is Nate. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the human monk, and I am currently hosting Cade, the demigod of the land in my brain. Hi, I'm Shannon. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Shannon. I play Aranus Gray, the god of rebellion, and I am a half-elf bard. You can also find the show on Twitter at Skyren Podcast, and you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. As you leave, she's she's trying to straighten up her desk, clean her things off. <sighs> this is just like ruined her day. Ruined, ruined her day. But yeah, Lynn Jarvis is in the contract house today. Are you just going right there? Yep. Cool. As mentioned, the contract house is practically next door, but it is walled off. Approaching the gates. There are a couple of guards standing out front, swords at their side. The gate is closed, of course. And one of them will stop you and she says, hold up. Business, please. We're here to see Lynn Jarvis. And you are? Um, my name is Arnest Gray. These are my associates. <laughs> you sound so meek. Arnest Gray. Mm-hmm. I don't need to throw my whole weight around all the time. It just gets showy. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> in light of recent events at the Capitol, Petricon, uh, the steward here, uh, in light of recent events at the Capitol, Petricon has said that uh, no weapons are allowed to be brought in. If you wish to enter into the contract house, you must um, disarm yourselves. Okay. And uh, unless there's a good reason that Drake needs to come in, they'll have to stay outside. Oi. Uh, you ought to try telling her she's not allowed to go inside. Okay, she will. I'm sorry, miss. No animals allowed. I hope you understand. I look at Cyril and I say, Oi, do you understand her? Cyril looks at me in a very rehearsed uh, manner, just shakes her head no. (laughs) I love that you're purposely making it more difficult. (laughs) I, uh, I'm not sure if you can tell, but she's a drake. You might want to try dra- Draconic. She really only understands that. Were you speaking in Draconic just then? No, I, I was very clearly speaking <laughs> in common. <laughs> Such a bullshit. This is the stick we run all the time. <sighs> Again, um, I'm trying not to giggle. <laughs> um, does she know Draconic? I, I, I don't think she knows Draconic. 
Um, oh, what is her name? She turns to the other guard there at the gate. Who's this much larger, beefier guy? Looks like he's a Goliath. She says, hey, Banbrook, you know Draconic? Says, nah, Harriet, I don't. Never got around to learning it, you know. Didn't come up in guard school. So she just turns back to you and says, ah, I'm sorry, we don't speak Draconic, you know. If you can't get her to stay outside, then you can both stay outside. Oi, well, I'm a Spartan man. Let's say this. Shall we make a wager? I win, she comes in, I lose, she won't. Uh, wager on what? Simple coin toss. Hmm, she's thinking. Finnegan, roll persuasion. It's a 12. Oof. I mean, she goes in, I might lose more than a coin toss, I could lose my job. If you want to bend the rules, you know, I gotta have a good reason to do so. Darwin or Arnis, would you like to assist Finnegan in convincing her to take this coin toss, which I'm just going to assume is rigged in some way? I'm trying to like, I'm trying to think of an angle that's that doesn't feel like extra bullshitty, because my first instinct is to like ask her if she's familiar with the concept of an emotional support animal. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, but I don't know if she's going to buy that. <laughs> Probably not. I mean, she buys with a nice teller to buy. I guess that's, I guess that's fair. All right, fine. That's my first instinct. Let's go with it. Cause I don't have any other better ideas. Uh, ma'am. Uh, before you start, I am clearly oh, wearing uh, f- the uniform of a former uh, member of the Royal uh, Air Force. I recall. I recall, but thank you for reminding us. Okay, okay, okay. I got it, I got it. I don't know if that alone is going to give you any special privileges. But you can weave it into your line. Combined, combined it might. Okay, 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 okay. Thank you for that reminder. All right. Ma'am, miss, ma'am. Miss is fine. Miss, are you you familiar with the concept of an emotional support animal? As an aside, how sincere are you being here? Well... Are you attempting to be sincere? Yes, I'm trying to come off like 100% sincere. Okay. I think before we even go down this, right, we need to we need to openly say that we understand that this is an important thing for people and that we're not making light of this concept because like there are people in the real world who need an emotional support animal and I don't want to like make this seem like we're being cold or uncaring about this need. Mm-hmm. I feel you. I feel you. Which is why I like hesitated to do it, but it's just, okay. So should I continue? If you wish. Okay. So she was just going to make a joke if you were being flippant, but. No, I am definitely not. Okay. Of course I understand an emotional support animal. They do good work. Helped out a buddy of mine after he got hurt. Exactly. Exactly. Do you recognize the uniform that this man is wearing? Let's see. Rolled seven. Uh, I mean, I can recognize it's a uniform. It looks like it's before my time. Finn, do you want to tell her what the uniform is? I I served in His Majesty's Air Force. I flew Wyvern. Wyverns? Oh. It's uh, quite dangerous from what I understand. Only if you fall off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. Arnis is not laughing. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. Arnis is excellent at improv. 
Um, okay. Continue. So you'll understand, given his dangerous profession, if perhaps coming out of that and back to join us in the actual world uh, means that he needs a little extra support. Right. Roll deception. I gotta look at my stat. It's a good stat. Don't worry. No, I know it is. That's why I didn't hesitate. <laughs> it's only a good stat if you don't crit fail. Did you? Yeah. I rolled a one. It still comes to an 11, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> I am not rolling well this evening at all. Failing at lying is, is fine. That's pretty it's pretty Fine, it's fine, it's fine. Sir, I totally understand. I absolutely do not want to take away anything that this animal provides for you. However, without an official seal on the the harness there, I have no way of knowing whether or not this is an actual support animal or not. Um, and if this was just if this was just the store, if this was the stained court. You know, I'd make an exception for you. But Contract House, got Petricon in there. Everybody is on edge after the Capitol, after the explosion in Vermilion. I'll be happy to keep you company out here, if that if that's okay. Um, but just <clears throat> can't bend the rules on this. Very strict orders. I, I understand. You're following orders. I've done that before. You're not a bad one. You said she can't go in. Yeah, that's what... Is that the rule? Okay, then. I look at Cyril and I say, Perfodio sequitur. And she burrows into the ground. Jeez. Where and is she going? going to, she's going to follow us, but from under the ground. <laughs> I'm just curious how this works if you go upstairs. <laughs> That's a really good question. Harriet <laughs> <laughs> oh. says, our... Where, where is she going? You said she couldn't go in. So she'll go. She'll stay there underground. She won't go in. Will you be okay, sir? I, I appreciate your concern. I think we'll be fine. Okay. Before we leave, I turn to this guard. Hey, you seem like a good, you seem like a good one. Why do you serve these corrupt merchants? I'm just doing my job. Same as everybody else. Aye, but your job... You serve the ones who are making things worse for everyone else in this town? I serve the contract house. Aye, and through the distributive property, those that are making it worse for everyone who has less in this town. I, I, I don't know what to tell you, sir. I, I don't have the ambition to tackle big issues like that. I just want to do my job. I just want to keep folks safe. Aye. And that sounds like a very right thing to do. But you might want to think about who... In this town, it's the most protecting. If you ask me, the winds are changing, and you might want to think about which side of history you're going to be on. And I gotta tell you, anyone who lives, like, resides behind their own private wall probably doesn't need as much protecting as you think. Okay. You've made some very valid points, but Harriet and Banbrook still want you to disarm before you go inside. The complaint wasn't just about Cyril. Bows, daggers. It's not too big an issue for me. Mm, I don't think I actually have anything on me. I have my loot. Mm-hmm. But I Which think they're that's not it. gonna they're yeah. not gonna clock as a weapon. That's yeah. Not, that's they it. don't they don't have a reason to because you haven't done any magic with it. 
Okay. Chris, does Finnegan have any way of communicating with Cyril when you're out of sight? The telepathic is only when I can see her, right? Um, from what? I think it's from Master Trainer. Uh, okay, let's see. Master Trainer, Master Trainer. No, it's the next one up. Oh, it's from the Intermediate Trainer then. You may communicate with them te- telepathically as long as both of you are on the same plane of existence. So yes, ah, I can communicate. Nice, nice. Good level 10 class feature there that we built. Okay. So then I'm less worried about how this works when you go upstairs. Because I know at least you can communicate to one another. She can tell you where she is. You can tell her where you are. It just means if she ends up busting up through the floor, that means she came through other rooms rooms first. (laughs) She's in the walls. She's (laughs) in the walls. Great. Your Drake is just going to haunt this castle. (laughs) Okay. So are you, are the rest of you removing any weapons that you might have with you? I I am carrying a whip two and two daggers. <laughs> yeah, those are weapons. I'll hand those over. Are they going to clock my wand? Mm, I don't think so. Probably just because it is small and unless you're carrying it in your hand at the moment. I carry it in a hip holster. Oh, in a hip holster. Thanks. Um, let's well, let's I'm, see if I'm she wants to say anything about it. About it. <sighs> She'll take the whip and the two daggers, hand them off to Hanbrook. She rolled a four. I think she sees it. She might feel a little bad about uh, Cyril. So even if she does see it, she's not going to say anything about it. Unless you want to call attention to it. Nope. Okay. (laughs) Arnest, Starvin, do you have any weapons you need to remove? I have a sword that I can't remove. Leg sword? Yes. (laughs) And I also have a regular sword, which I can remove to placate them. Okay. But I can't remove my leg sword. And it wouldn't right. be sheathed, so it's, you know, it's blatantly out. Right, right. It's ghost leg. Yeah. Harriet takes the, that's the draconic rune sword, right? Yes, correct. One? Correct. Okay. She takes that and she goes, ooh, this is nice. Handbrook, be nice to this. I mean, if we lose this one, we can't get it back. Don't. Daggers and whips, yeah, you know, we got an armory. That's fine. This sword, though. Ooh, nice stuff. Don't lose it. We won't, we won't, we won't. Um, your leg? Um, don't step on any toes, please, sir. Deal. Anything else that you need to leave behind with us before we let you in? That's it for me. Yeah, I'm good. All right, nothing else for me. Okay. She'll open up the gate and let you in. Handbrook will store your weapons in like a little, a little guardhouse. I've got a storage room in there. I forget how ineffective it is to take your guys' weapons. (laughs) Yep. Why can't one of you just be a barbarian with a huge axe again? (laughs) Oh, I miss her. Okay. Uh, She'll let you in. Entering into the gate, you're allowed to pass through the walls into the courtyard surrounding the contract house. This castle is several stories tall. It is definitely very old. It is typically well taken care of. There are no towers or anything like mid-collapse. It's a very sound structure. It has some defenses up on the highest peaks, uh, on the highest parapets, I guess you'd say. More ballista. There's some guards up there walking around back and forth. It looks like they've got either crossbows or bows. Just keeping an eye on things, making sure everything stays safe. There's guards and other visitors here in the courtyard as you make your way in. 
entering into the contract house proper. You're stopped just before a large set of double doors. And there's, a, there's an attendant there. Uh, he has this big notepad of paper, uh, and he's got a pen with him. Good afternoon, folks. Um, can I get your names and purpose for visiting today? Um, I'm Arnis Gray. These are my associates. We're here to see Lynn Jarvis. Arnis Gray and associates, do you have names? As he looks between Finnegan and Darwin. Oscar. Awesome. Okay, Oscar. And you, sir? Oi, Finnegan Tempest. Okay, just one moment, please. He disappears behind the double doors, and you're kind of in this hallway now, just for a few moments. Uh, he opens the door back up and pokes his head out. Just this way, please. He opens it up. He welcomes you into a much larger hall. This was probably like the equivalent of a throne room for Prince Edvin before the unfortunate things happened. <laughs> Seated at the other end of the room, there's a halfling and there's a human. And this attendant announces you. <clears throat> Madam Petricon and Lord Lynn Jarvis, may I present to you Arnis Gray, Finnegan Tempest, and Oscar. They have <laughs> matters they would like to discuss with Lord Jarvis. Uh, Petricon, she's an older halfling. She's wearing some fine clothes. Lynn Jarvis is a little bit younger than her. Still up there in age, you know, 60s. Doesn't look like he's worked very hard during his life. He seems uh, well taken care of. Petricon stands. Good afternoon. And what, to what do we owe the pleasure of this unscheduled visit? I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I, I'm in shock that we're actually standing in front of you. I, it was, it was really a hassle at the Silver Purse to get anyone to even tell us whether or not you were available. And then I, we walk in here and, and here you are. I, that's amazing. <laughs> are you talking to Petra or Lynn? I'm talking to Lynn. Okay. He hasn't said anything yet, but <laughs> I, I don't care. I just want to know where your attention is focused. <laughs> Petra says, Lord Jarvis is with me frequently to discuss matters of business, mm. the affairs of the city. It is understandable that people would be hesitant to give you his day-to-day -day itinerary. I, and, and now I'll address her. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm confused. Does, does he not speak for himself? Well, if you are going to come to the contract house, it seems only suiting that you should speak with the, uh, the steward of the contract house. Okay, except my business isn't with you. No offense, but my, my business isn't with you. My business is with him. Ah, I thought it was for both of us. Well, they didn't. I didn't realize we were going to be seeing both of you, and I told them we wanted to speak to Lynn. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but we we got both. <laughs> he's sitting there. He's got a smile on his face, like he could. He's got a smile on his face, like he doesn't have a worry in the world. Petra motions for you to to step closer if you wish. Not like come sit on our laps closer, but you know, like. <laughs> Get within normal conversation distance. Uh, there's no chairs for you, though. You have to stand. I figured. All right, then. What is your business today with uh, Lord Jarvis? Um, still really confused as to why he hasn't spoken. Um, That's fine. <laughs> I, I, I don't like that at all. <sighs> okay. Well, our, 
our business is a concern for the citizens of this city. I mean, we were here not that long ago, and the city seemed to be thriving. Prices were high, but the, the city seemed to be thriving. And now it appears that three quarters, maybe more of the population of the city is completely destitute. And those aren't look to be living on a razor's edge of falling into destitution. Well, these are turbulent times. From what we hear in the capital, the giants have taken over. We have no idea if they will maintain business as usual with us. We're trying to prepare as best we can for the, for the worst. If the capital decides to cut us off entirely, we'll be left to our own resources, and we need to make sure that we have enough to take care of everybody, even if that means hard times. But until things have stabilized, we can't afford to be so frivolous. And yet here you are behind a wall with guards. Yes. So It's not frivolous, that is security. From whom? From the unknown. Hi, is that what you call those who can't get in because they can't afford the fee to get into town? Seems like a mighty fine euphemism. Wait, are you talking about the, the, the main city gates, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. We just need to make sure that the people coming into the city will not be a further drain on our resources. There's a small fee to enter, yes. But if we allowed everyone in without knowing what lies in store for us, we could be opening up everybody to potential terrible, terrible outcome. Remind me the fee. I'm sorry. Remind you the fee? Like how much it costs? Yeah. It was a silver, a person, and a gold, a wagon. Oi, so you're saying it's fair to charge a farmer his entire month's wages to bring his wagon into town to try and sell his goods? Once he brings them in, he'll be able to sell them and earn his wages. Oh, yeah. And then he needs to pay everything he just made to get back in next month. And therefore, he makes no money to put food on his own plate. Sir, we are not responsible for the financial planning of the citizens. You're not responsible. (laughs) That's the problem. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 Finn. I'm sorry. Did you just say that you are not responsible for the financial well-being of your citizens? Financial planning. Oh, the financial planning of your citizens. So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're telling me that you don't care what happens to the people of the city. If you're not responsible for their financial planning, oh, God, I hate that word. I hate that (laughs) phrase. I hate it so much. You're telling me that you don't care that you already had people that were paying prices so high that they couldn't save for the future, and now you don't give a shit that they can't pay at all because you're charging such insane fees for everything. That's what you're telling me. Telling you that we care about those who are within our walls already. (laughs) No, no, no. What I hear when you say that is that you only care about the people with money that are within your walls, and that is not your citizenry. Uh, you know, years ago, when I walked away from the military, I made myself one promise. And that was, should I ever meet a tyrant, I would do everything in my power to bring that man to justice. So I tell you what, you've got two choices. You can walk away with what you made here now, 
or I can go out outside those city doors and I can raise an army and we will take this town from your corrupted, vile, disgusting dung heap of a being, even if it means burning every inch of your body and all of those who stand below you. Mm. Uh, Darvin or Arnis, do you want to add anything onto that before I make Finnegan roll an intimidation? I'm just going to say, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I... You feel like what? Okay, I'm I'm trying to decide exactly how I want to do this because I want to do something that's incredibly like uh, that's really like showy in a way that Arnis has not been. I'm just trying. Uh, mm, how do I want to drop this? Okay, okay, I know how I want to do it. Okay, it's not showy. It's just like it's performative in a way that I haven't been. Arnis is going to be performative. No, no, it's just like okay. So so he says all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I say, and you bet your ass that that army has the blessing of the god of rebellion. Nice. <laughs> All right, Finnegan, roll intimidation mm-hmm. with advantage, please. It's a 14. Hmm. Not, not quite as hot as I was expecting there. Well, I have zero bonus to it. Uh, uh, you know, it's why I keep trying to get him to stop talking. <laughs> That's why I want to encourage him to talk, though. <laughs> it is very fun to have a blustery party member. He spent 10 years biting his tongue in the military. He has a hard time not biting it anymore. Okay. Okay. Continuing on. Finnegan has made a threat against Petrakhan and Lynn Jarvis that if they don't, uh, if they don't change their ways, he's going to burn this mother down. Yep. Finn's going to go get an army and come and destroy this place. And apparently, Renyard of Rebellion has something to say about it, too. However, with just a 14, this is what happens. Petrakhan begins to say, Now see here! And before she can get any farther, Lynn cuts her off with a glance and just a quick little... <clears throat> he sighs. Just like a... Uh, and stares at the three of you. Petra, don't waste your words. Clearly, these people... Clearly, these people would rather see chaos than stability. And if you kept yourself more apprised, you would know when a former member of the Wyvern Guard was here. You would know Darvin Grimm. And you would recognize Arnas Grey. The God of Rebellion. Two of them are responsible for what happened in the capital. But you never read the reports that get sent. It's frustrating, Petra. Frustrating. And honestly, I do not have time for the three of you. If you take up arms against this city, you'll be shot down. The soldiers at the ballista are very skilled, and the contract house is very well protected. The three of you, right now, might be dangerous, but you don't pose the threat you think you do. You can leave. And then there's a, a, a flicker of light through Lynn, and uh, the illusion vanishes, and he's not there anymore. <laughs> it was not the actual Lynn, it was just a projection. Petra hangs her head and says, I hate when he does that. 
My son, not only is he a tyrant, but he's a coward. This will be fun. I'm sorry you heard him. You should go. Hi, I'll be back with my own army. <laughs> Darwin, Arnis, Finnegan is all puffed chest right now. Hi. Wait a minute. Do you want to leave and come back, or are you just pressing your advantage now? No, I... N- neither. But I would like to ask Petra a question, if I can. After threatening her. Cool. Go ahead. Yeah. So, you're the steward of the city. Mm-hmm. He is not. Mm-hmm. Why does he get to talk to you like that? Roll persuasion. No disadvantage or advantage. 24. Another 24. Nine on the die. (laughs) See? You got those low rolls out of the way right at the beginning. Now we're doing good. Still not above a 10. (laughs) On the die. Cry me a river. God. I'm I'm not. I'm just, you know. (laughs) Exactly. I'm the steward. I was never meant to really be in charge. I served Prince Edvin for some time. Uh, with his absence, with the royal family's absence, uh, I didn't know what to do. I tried. Silver Purse tried harder. And Lynn's kept things going. Well, I mean, not really. <laughs> if you're supposed to be the steward of this city, I hate to break it to you, but you're not doing a very good job for this city. There's a few people, sure, that are doing great. And everybody else, they're suffering. Your city is suffering. So before you decide that we're wrong, I think maybe you should think about that. And then I start to leave. Well, she's not going to stop you. She's no Denethor. <laughs> um, anybody else? Following Arnis's lead, not saying anything, just following. Okay. Yeah, I'm following too. Oh, okay. before I get to the door. Yeah. Sorry. Like, I'd get right to the door of this room and then go, oh, if he wasn't here, where did he go? Or where was he? Petra says, usually, where is he? Well, I was hoping it was him who was actually here this time, but usually when he pulls a stunt like this, he's in the counting room. Hmm. Which is, you know, bank term for where you go and you count the money. Right. It's not quite the vault. It's like vault adjacent. Could be even part of the vault, but like separated slightly. But Hmm. it's not like he's just sitting on a pile of gold. (laughs) He's working the books, you know. Oh, that image would be lovely. Okay. Okay. And I go back to walking out of the room. The attendant holds the door open and he's just like pale as a sheet right now. And I walk by him, I say, Oi, if you got half a brainchild, you won't be here when I come back. You'll either be with us, or you'll have run away. I just work here, Mr. Finnegan, sir. There's going to be a lot of people saying that. (laughs) Are you leaving the contract house? No. Where are you going, then? I want to go find the real Lynn. Unless somebody's going to stop me and say that we shouldn't do that. I wasn't sure Finnegan said he was going to go get an army, so I didn't know if he wanted to go rally up some troops or not. But if you want to do this now, I mean, if Arnis wants to go straight to the source, we can go straight to the source. Yeah, I, mean, I would much rather like confront him one on one 
and see like what happens. That's true. But I mean, you know. I mean, there's two ways it goes. Either, you know, he's the cancer that we cut out and everything solves itself, or, you know, he's the head of the serpent and then there are many. <laughs> but I think either way, starting there is a, not a bad idea if we can get to it. It's worth a shot. All right. So you leave the main chamber of the contract house and you're just out in the hallway again. Attendant is standing there at the door now and he's watching you and he's just, uh, he just motions towards the exit. Have a good day, sirs. Um, I mean, he's not going to try to force you to do anything. He's, he's not a guard. He I'm works gonna... this door. That's his job. He announces walk... people. That's it. <laughs> I'm going to walk over to him and, and just say, hey, you, you look like a bright kid. What's your name? Kippins, sir. Kippins. I can see that you're afraid. I get it. Well, just saw you threaten a couple of uh, pretty important people. Yeah. Here's something you should know. People like that, people who hold themselves up by holding others down, they're worth threatening. Not the guy that holds the door. It's a really good line, Arnis. I really like that. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize that I was talking about holding and then holding the door. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, he's, he's not looking you in the eye. He's still worried. It's all right. Um, so here's the thing, Kippens. I need to know, do you know more about the layout of this place than just where this door is? Of, of course, of course. Could you point me toward the counting room? Um, well, the quickest way there is back through the main hall that you just exited. See, is there a not quick way there? Yes, yes, of course. What what do you intend to do? Oh, I want to actually talk face-to-face with Lynn instead of talking to his doppelganger or uh, whatever the heck he put up there. Yeah, that doppelganger is an actual creature. It's just an illusion, like a proxy. I, I want to talk to the real Lynn, not his illusion. <laughs> I, I mean, I could... Uh, I could tell you, like pretty much how to get there, but uh, I, I couldn't go with you. I can't leave my post, for one. Um, but it would also make Lynn very upset if he saw me there. So that's not going to happen. Is that okay? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Just making that's sure fine. you weren't no, going like, to hold him at wand point and be like, show no, no, us no, the no, way! No, no, I was just trying to I was, I was trying to think of something to say about like like wow they really like keep you in your lane or something but i don't have <laughs> i don't have anything clever or witty to say about it so just um i yeah kippins that's that's fine we wouldn't ask you to go if you're not comfortable <laughs> doing that we understand you have to stay at your post it, um it won't be safe for you but i can tell you which way to go Generally speaking, the money is very well protected, uh, but but he will give you some directions on how to get there. If that's if that's fine, like I'm not gonna. Sure, that's fine. I'm not looking yeah, at no, a layout I, of the cat of the contract house right now. It's not like oh, three lefts and a right and up the stairs uh, and down those other stairs. That's fine. Wave to the cook and <laughs> you know he can give you 
like the basic way through. Right. And there'll be other doors and paths and things. But if you just want to head straight there without going through the main hall, uh, you'll, you'll end up going through like four or five hallways and other rooms before you end up getting there. Okay. Uh, Can, go ahead. Just Lynn knows you're coming. I mean, like he knows you're here, and I, he probably assumes you're coming, so he's probably, you know, activated the security. I'll be here. Good luck. Okay, so what, what does the security entail, then? Locks, traps, mm-hmm. guards. Okay. Um, roll a persuasion real quick. Ooh. He's got one big piece of information that he, he wants to give you. Like, you can see it in his eyes, but he just doesn't know if he can trust you. Yeah, I rolled above a 10. It's amazing. That's a 28. The, uh, the, the, the final halls leading towards the, the counting room and the vaults um, are protected by more than just guards. There's... Uh, Lynn's a little paranoid. He knows that it's not always strength that wins. He knows sometimes it's, you know, magic. It's cunning. And he... He had some anti-magic fields installed, suppressing magic. Huh. Okay. Is that, like, including in the counting room itself, or...? I'm not allowed in there, so I don't oh, know. so you wouldn't know. Okay, um, that's fine. <laughs> I didn't expect him to have the answer to that question. Do you know if there's a way to deactivate? I don't know. Uh, breaking it, maybe? I'm... I'm... I'm no magician, no wizard. Breaking. Is it just like a device? I'm conf- like. I mean, you'll see them when you get in the hallway. They're up in the corners. They look like these big stone eyes. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, you break a door, the door doesn't work anymore. So maybe it's the same. Yeah, maybe. Thank you, Kippins. And I'm gonna like reach in a pocket or something, pull out a gold, and hand it to him. Be like. You've been extremely helpful. Mm-hmm. Thank you, and uh, don't tell him I talked to you. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> okay, folks. We doing this next? Well, I don't I mean, know. We can now. get into a room of fighting, or challenge, I should say. It may not be a fight. It's a challenge. We could encounter the first challenge. I don't know. My, if my we want problem. to tonight. Yeah. Yes. Well, and now I'm starting to have like hesitation because of the whole like anti-magic thing. And basically that is like all we were relying on when we came in here. So Mm -hmm. because any other, Oh, it's like magic suppression. It won't, it won't make magic things mundane, but it would prevent new magic from like activating and being cast. Like, I'm not going to say, uh, like it won't neuter your armor. Darwin's leg won't suddenly fall off. But would you be able to viciously mock people? No. That throws a wrench in our plan. Would Finnegan be able to cast spells through Cyril? No. Would Cyril be able to bite people? Hell yeah. Or um, tail slam, whatever. Yeah, the, uh, if what's preventing it is magical, like that can be dealt with. We just have to figure it out. I just, it also just occurred to me that, like, um, Hey, Darvin, you still got that bow and arrow in the boot? (laughs) Yeah. Still got a Kiriru in there too, right? Or is he somewhere else? (gasps) A Kiriru. I think he's in there. We we didn't stick him anywhere else, did we? 
No, not yet. No, I mean, unless yet. he's just in your pocket, I don't know. No, no, he'd be in the boot, probably. Mm-hmm. Rummaging like, around. Um, like Sir Carl, if you were to summon him before entering an anti-magic field, you know, he would probably still... I don't know if he would still be active, actually. I've given him so much personhood now that I'm scared of making him just, like, turn into a tiny little statue. <laughs> but I don't know. We'll see what happens when we get there. But I suppose either way, to we're going to run into the same problem. Yeah, to, to take a step back, that's only like the final halls leading in. There are still other halls before then that are not protected by the anti-magic fields that just have like guards and locked doors and possibly some traps. In which case then, I figure if we can get through all the guards and, and all the other stuff, then we have the potential to at least have some weapons in addition to our own cunning to try to deal mm-hmm. with the anti-magic field. Not to mention we've got sneaky Cyril <laughs> being Cyril still just burrowing, burrowing under around. the contract house. <laughs> yep. She's cool like that. They need to insult ground sensors. Que- question for Finnegan. Yeah. If Cyril happened to burrow into a basement that was just filled with venison jerky, would they get distracted and not show <laughs> oh, up? I think most definitely. They would just go to, it would be a full Garfield moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Just just thinking of like if rolls go poorly, what might be the reason that Cyril is late? Food. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want to leave the contract house and go get any assistance, that's I mean, that's something you can do. I don't know if the guards would be as nice to you upon seeing you again. They wouldn't. Right. So either we go down there and confront him now or we have to come back with an army. Like, those are really the only yep. two options. <laughs> we have to come back with overwhelming force. And I would much rather just go talk to the guy and maybe fight him. Probably fight him. Talk to him and maybe fight him. And- okay, okay, okay. Um, so, so rather than exiting the contract house, going back into the city, getting your weapons, meeting up with your party, you want to go deeper into the contract house. Find Lynn Jarvis. Find this counting room and tell him what's what. Set him straight. Kippins, after seeing you threaten Petrikon and what turned out to be the illusion of Lynn Jarvis, uh, I don't want to say was happy to help, but scared enough to help. And certainly, apparently, not loyal enough to withhold information. He gives you directions on how to get to this counting room. And the first part of that requires going down one of these offshoots, taking a turn down the hall, heading away from the exit, taking a curving corridor through the contract house, and you come to the first door. Rather than going back through the main hall, which is the shortest way to get to the counting room, you're taking the long way around. That requires going through a few other hallways, a few other rooms that you wouldn't necessarily have to. But you get to this first door. It is locked. Either because it is always locked, or Lynn has already put out word that dangerous people are here. What do you do? What does everybody else have to be able to do here? I have a complete and total lack of brute strength. <laughs> Same. All right. Well, if nobody else has a solution, then I stomp on the ground three times. <laughs> And Cyril comes burrowing up into the hallway with us. 
the sound of stone and brick tumbling outside of the hole where Cyril pops up. And Cyril takes a look at you, Finnegan. Oh. And I look to Arnis and Darwin and say, I, you might want to step back a little. Oh, brute force. Wonderful. <laughs> Take her harness off. And I point at the door. And she does, she's done this before. She knows exactly what she needs to do here. She's just going to like barrel through the door. She's going to try to. The other option would be to dig under it and try and open it from the other side, but I don't know what's on the other side, so I'm not going to send her over there blind. Does she have thumbs? No, but I mean... Okay. I don't know. (laughs) There are ways to try and open a door without thumbs. (laughs) I I know. I I know paws and mouths work. I'm just curious. Sorry. But also, yes, you don't know what's on the other side of that door. Cyril, without the harness on, what is her size category? She is medium still. Okay. Let's just have her, uh, I mean, this could be an attack roll or this could be an athletics roll. I'm really not picky which one. Which one is better for her? Attack roll. Okay. It's a slam attack, right? Yes, it's a tail slam. Tail <laughs> I slam. In, oh, I no. mean, if you're willing to play a little fast and loose with it, I think it's more like she just kind of rears back and just like slams her whole body onto the door. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. I, I think tail slam slam attack you know we can if she's just throwing her body she's throwing her body it doesn't need to be like a i'm whipping you with my tail whip whip uh that's right. a f- 14 total on the die 14 total on the die go ahead and roll the damage minimum damage five damage <laughs> all righty already already um is it safe to assume that if the first one doesn't work she'll just keep doing it Unless somebody calls out from the other side of the door. The first attack splinters some of the wood. There's cracks. There's some movement, but it doesn't open up all the way yet. And upon hearing the slam and some wood splintering, you do hear commotion on the other side. You know, people moving around quickly, seemingly with purpose. They're not screaming out of fright. But yeah, that was a very loud knock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then yeah she's gonna go again alright roll it again it's a crit fail you know, I was gonna say just don't crit fail but I'm, I'm... <sighs> okay <sighs> Cyril takes a couple steps back charges at the door and you see her upper torso just slam through And the door swings open, and she's just stuck in the middle of the door, suspended in the air. The door swings open, and on the other side, you see a pair of Goliaths and a lizard folk readying their weapons, readying to attack these intruders. As the door swings, and you hear a little... As Cyril's nose bops against the wall (laughs) as she is stuck in the door. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash skyrenpodcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 city council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. 
at the $15 governor level, thank you, Paul Calicott, Phoenix Bryan, and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrenpodcast.com. As always, thanks to Daryl Barnes for creating our theme music. You can find them on Twitter at Daryl Barnes underscore. We also want to thank the talented at Gabby underscore Desu on Twitter for our fantastic podcast art. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrend.